Stephen, I'm always ready. <laughs> Despite the fact that it took me a minute to hit record there. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. <sighs> Born ready. Mate, people. We, we have recorded the movie podcast already. I was just going to say, this yeah, is your... Was, um, that was a ma- marathon effort. This is one. your Wednesday night, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Welcome back. Good, good to be back. Yes. Thanks for the week off, mate. I appreciate it. All good, mate. Um, but we have uh, put in the can... Um, the next episode of the best movies you've never yes, seen. Yes, it is, and it's a cracker. One of Stephen's all-time favourites. Yeah. And I'll just preface <laughs> your podcast feed by saying the podcast is as long as the movie. Yeah. But in Stephen's defence, yeah. his knowledge of this movie is second to none, and uh, the amount of facts and gleaned information will will blow your mind. So yeah. look forward to the you best won't movies you've never seen. Watch that movie the same way again. Get that one yeah. in the in the in its individual feed on Friday morning, or in this feed, the Two Bucks Talking Tech feed on. Uh, Saturday morning. That's a lovely plug for the best movies you've ever seen. That's great, Stephen. How would you like? How to was your it? How was your holiday, by first of all? It was great. Was it good? It was great. Was it? Uh, how long were you away for? Was it five, six days? It felt long? like two weeks to me. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was funny. The kids even like you arrived. We arrived in the afternoon. Yep. You know, a lot of buggerising around because it's like forty-five minutes from Gold Coast Airport to the Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, so we only, that was like a half, you know, we went to the beach that afternoon kind of thing. And then the next day we got to the end of the day and it, it, Vivi and Harry are like, it feels like we've been here for two days, but we've only done one, you know, like, yeah. we were all, we all had that feeling through That's the great. whole week. So That's it was, uh, yeah, it was good, mate. It was lovely. I, I mentioned on EFTM and I, I did mention the EFTM podcast, um, I, I used Apple's focus mode for the first time okay. properly. That's the new accessibility feature, like, is it? The focus, no, it's focus mode that was announced oh, okay, yeah, in right. Dub Dub last year. Yep. You know, work, home modes. Yeah, yeah, right. I'll be honest, I never liked it. I love the idea of it, yep. but I don't like – we work 24-7, so yeah. having your phone dictate when you get emails and stuff was relevant. But I switched it to holiday mode, mate, and I, I created a holiday mode, yeah. which said that only Amanda, you, a couple other oh, people could I made send cut. me texts, right? Wow. And only people yep. who I have their phone number saved in my contacts could uh, call. Yes. And notifications, pretty much only Arlo, because I, I don't want yeah. I want them at home security, of course, nothing yeah. else. Yep. Mate, it was – Bliss. How good's that? Pure, utter bliss. Wow. So yeah, but you know what? That's the, I, 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 I don't get notifications for many things. I, for Arlo, I do. Yeah. WhatsApp, I do. Nothing else. Yeah. If I get a message, of course, but I don't get notifications for Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Yeah. Don't get any of those. I've got to go in the app to see that. Yeah. So none of them are popping up. Yeah. Unlike, well, this, unlike this yourself. Is, no, but this has taught me how important yeah. those things are. Or. Conversely, not important. They so, are. have you? Would you consider then turning off some of your notifications gonna, in your day to day life? I'm certainly going to use what was holiday mode on weekends. Okay, and I'm I'm definitely going to now address my my screen time uh, notifications yeah. during the day because that's what that's difference. what draws you in. Eh? When you see yeah. that lost screen light, I'm thinking, oh, what's that? Yeah, that's if that's surely not focus mode. That takes you out tell of it. I've got to tell you, having uh, calls go to voicemail. Yeah, if I don't have your number, game that's changer. smart. Yeah. So the number of scam calls for a start that you don't get yeah. because they all got a voicemail. And it's like, my voicemail says, listen, don't leave a message, just send me a text. Uh, you've got you, like you've got my number, yeah. send me a text, text. Text me, yeah. So And that, and did anyone do that? Yeah, they all, and lots of people do. Okay. And if they don't, that's not my problem. Yeah. Like, if it's that important, whatever. Okay. Um, <sighs> so Stephen, you're going to say something. Yeah, I want to know how keen you are to take a trip down memory lane. Yeah, I'm keen. Memory lane, yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to take you on a trip down memory lane right now. Yeah, okay. Um, All right. And, and show you just how insightful this program is. Okay. Ten years on. Ten years okay. ago. So 20, 20, 2012. It oh, to be a pretty simple and easy on. way to go about getting a movie. Yep. That's good. That's my question. I was just wondering. I was writing this the other day on Tech Guide. I'm thinking all iTunes has to do is offer a monthly all-you-can-eat download model mm. and – it, it's it's going to really really change the whole game. Uh, yeah. I don't know whether they'll do that because uh, I don't know they're just probably set in the way they want to do things. They've probably got relationships and deals with all the studios and all the recording, the all all the TV studios as well. Mm, so I just wonder way. if if iTunes if that would ever be on their roadmap because. Certainly, very popular to begin with, but this could really put them through the roof. But oh. uh, you know, QuickFlix services like QuickFlix, which is now commonplace we on, about. you turn on a smart TV and there's a QuickFlix icon. Mm. All you need to do is type in your details, and you're viewing directly on a smart TV through your PlayStation or Xbox. So interesting to see whether Apple might even delve into that area. 
whether they'll make it available on their upcoming Apple TV, which we've discussed, or mm. just stick to their own little ecosystem there. Oh, look, I think the ecosystem can, can be maintained, but it's a bloody good point, actually, mate. It relates to music and movies. I mean, if streaming music services are as popular as they are perceived to be, given the popularity of Spotify and things like that, then you know the, the model must exist. So you have to say, well, Apple have probably the best relationship because they, they did re, relaunch the music industry in a sense. So it's, it's a no-brainer that they have the cloud system now where you can literally download and listen off the cloud. You listen to your That's own right. collection. Yeah, well, it's not I'll brilliant, put, though, you know, downloading I'll put this question to you, though, Trevor. Mm. If you could imagine if iTunes came out with a streaming model that covered music and movies mm. for a – Reasonably affordable price, say mm. twenty four ninety five, twenty nine ninety five a month. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a pretty attractive prospect. I do. I think, and, I then, think- and the, as you said, it will take on Spotify. It'll take on QuickFlix. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting point. So let's let's follow that with uh, with great interest because, as as we all know, too, the two blokes talking tech are well ahead of the game when it comes to predicting what's going to well, happen in the tech listen world. To what we have to say, Trevor? Oh, we know that for a fact. I mean, uh, thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. We'll talk about you in a minute. Two blokes talking it's, tech, quick, mate. Wow, seriously. that's ten years ago. Nailed. Right. Don't we sound different? Yes. What happened well, to our voices? Also, Skype and stuff. It was, uh, okay, you know, right. We've improved that's our right. Skyping. Yeah, that's right. So that was three years wow. before the launch of Apple Music. Boom. Now, in breaking news, and folks, Stephen, Stephen has no idea what's <laughs> no, going on I don't know what you're right. doing here. What are you doing? You have no idea what's going on. But do you remember a couple – I might have been the last show. I don't know. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, I think it was. Last show. I was talking about how we, we kind of needed that help. Like, we needed an intern. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, this is intern Bruce. His name's actually Michael, so I, I feel like I want to call him Bruce still, and he's okay with that. Okay, but yeah, Michael. I got, I got, an, I got, I. You know, we've talked about this before. How people don't, yeah, like volunteer to, okay, you know, move up in the world or so Michael, Michael, it's not my brother, um, is it? I won't give away the last name in case he doesn't want to be identified. Okay. But um, I got this message saying, "Long time listener, love to take a shot at being intern Mike." Wow. If you haven't found someone yet, I'm like, dude, I haven't heard from anyone. What are you talking about? Wow, we. Um, and then he then he proceeded to you know quote some episodes and stuff, and he since sent me a note going, well, there's uh, you know there's this happening, and I'm going to catalogue the show, and he he's sending me sending me clips from friggin' 2012. I'm wow. like, dude, wow, wow, we. So I said, mate, unbelievable. We have to now negotiate a contract because obviously yeah. that's going to be problematic for me. Okay. But um, we'll we'll do that. But we've now wow. got the ability to shout out to wow. intern Bruce, Mike, Mike, um. Yep. To find things okay. that we've mentioned, wow. or or keep a note of something, or wow. you know, keep you in check because keep, people keep, keep me, me in check. check. People get me in check Mate, about things I say. I'm but, always right though. That's the thing. Well, <laughs> an intern, intern Bruce did find the grab of us talking about iPhones. You know, when they yep. when the plus size was going to come out. Yep, and, and I got that right. You, you got said, that right. You said they'll nah, never do that. You got that right. But I yeah. essentially, and yeah. I'm not going to play the clip because it's like minutes. Yeah. But I essentially predict the iPhone SE before it comes out. Okay, a, a more affordable iPhone. Righto. So okay. it's a bit of a balance there. Yeah. It's a I win lo- for everyone. I loved how you said they'll never go to that big phone screen ever. You were that positive it, about it. it yeah. Mate, I'm happy to, <laughs> I'm happy to play the clip in the private. <laughs> yeah, okay. But let me tell you, it's actually not as adamant as that. Like I talk yeah, well, about I t- in fact if you listen to it, it's I talk about and you remember the time I, I did a, a Photoshop mock up yeah. of an iPhone with a bigger screen inside the same phone. Yeah. Which is actually me foreshadowing the iPhone ten. So without the home button. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Come on, you're please. genius, mate. Anyway, um, genius. welcome to the show, intern Bruce. Good luck to you, mate. Mike, I'm gonna. I think Bruce is a better name, <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> but anyway, you're allowed to shout out to the intern Bruce, okay? Awesome. Anyway, we're here to do this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from TechGuide.com.au. Episode five three. Two five hundred thirty-two. <laughs> uh, thanks to the great people at Netgear and Arlo. Arlo for all your home security needs and Netgear for your wireless networking. We'll tell you about more about them shortly. And we hope that when you're looking for networking or home security, you'll support the companies that support us and have been supporting us for over a decade now. Um, Stephen, there is really only one story this week. Uh, yes. I don't know about your phone, but mine's gone into meltdown the last three days. Yes, people want um, to know about Elon Musk. Elon Musk buying Twitter. Now, he, he obviously, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago, he bought uh, a large stake in Twitter. Uh, and then um, he was offered a board seat and he rejected that. Yeah. And the, I'll tell you now, the reason he rejected that wasn't anything other than, it wasn't background checks and stuff. It was the fact that by being on the board, you can't then pursue a hostile takeover. Yeah. So by being a board member, he can't become an owner. So he thought, you know what? Yeah. 
I'm going to knock that back and it's consider all, my options. all or nothing. He reached into the yeah. glove box of the Tesla and <laughs> found $61 billion wow. Australian and yeah. uh, put it on the table. The, the board what's, of directors accepted it, and yeah. he is now in the process of becoming the owner of Twitter. What's his net worth? $300 billion or something? Yeah, three, so 340 or something. This is only like a, a sixth of his wealth. Uh, not even that. $300 billion US dollars. It's like you buying yeah. a new car. Yeah. <laughs> you reckon he, he asked his wife's permission? Uh, is it, are they married? Is he married? Isn't he just a, isn't it, is he in just a relationship with his... I don't think he's okay. married, or is he? Well, I'm making a point that... I'd I can't, say my answer I can't would spend be no. 100 bucks without the Minister for War and Finance, <laughs> My answer would be no. Yeah. yeah um, I think he, but didn't he... He the he didn't actually just sort of go to an ATM and pull forty four billion dollars well, out. He actually spoke to finance like this is the problem and, now and arranged it. He this this by the way may not go through until October. It, yeah, it has it's that still got to go through some checks. It takes and a lot of time, regulatory checks, but also yes. the finances have to be done. Yeah. If it doesn't go through, he has to pay a billion dollars. Like that's no. the that's the fine no. for not it not going find, through at either he'd end. Find out down the back of his couch if they get a better offer from someone. Yeah. There would be another billion dollars coming Elon's way, which they so won't. which they won't. Um, look, it's a fascinating thing. I, I have to say, I, I doubt anyone has heard everything we've said all week across all the different radio and TV spots we've done. But yeah. it's it's an interesting one because you like I was on. I remember being on Triple M. I did it on Tuesday morning at four forty five a.m. And so I swear to God, the news dropped at five a.m. And I'm like, oh, dude, I was just on. I missed the opportunity yeah. to talk about it, so we did it the next day. And so you know, we we organised to do the Today Show and stuff about it. And with with thirty five minutes notice and you know really just you know a, a press release not even in existence it's just an announcement yeah you've got well you're thinking on your feet you don't have any facts or information the the public filings aren't available I'd say my opinion of the whole thing has changed in in twenty four hours quite quickly mm. um just generally on what what it is and what it means but mate honestly it's the biggest individual purchase yeah in the history of the world. Well, I'm I'm surprised it even it even happened. Like like, the, didn't they say that? Isn't there some sort of legal issue with having a sole owner of a platform like that? Is is this is, is, how he's positioned his purchase? Is he as like a group? Is he coming no, as a him. group? No, I mean, like him leading a group of investors, or just him it's sole just him. sole owner? Yeah, well, of well, Twitter. I don't know why there'd be a legal problem with him owning an app. Yeah, and a social media because platform. like my a lot of the conversations I had, a couple of interviews <clears> I did was about how. How would this go in a regulatory sense? So yeah. how, like you know, like I use the media laws in Australia as an example. Like you, like Rupert Murdoch can't go buy seven, nine, and ten and own every newspaper. No. There's laws. So how would this go for a one person owning a, a social media platform? And well, there's no such laws, right? But right, yeah. the the platform has to adhere to the laws of different countries they yeah, operate in. Exactly. Yeah. Now. Elon has tweeted a lot about this. He's talked about having an edit button. I'm He's talked sure, about free yeah. speech. He had to correct himself even this morning after saying, you know, a lot of bedwetters essentially around the free speech stuff. He had to, yeah. an hour later, he had to correct himself and say, when I say free speech, I mean within the laws. Yeah, of course. You know, but, yeah, but, no, no, but see, of course is, we say of course. Yeah. But people on the internet are just going, it's free speech, I can say whatever I want. Yeah. Dude, you can't. No. You can't. And now what I have come to think about this is firstly he's still a complete lunatic right the bloke is a loose <laughs> cannon yeah he's a lunatic but he's but he that, is a genius but that's why he's successful don't no, you no. reckon like he's uh, he's uh, spot on yeah. spot on but this that's the my point is he's a loose cannon but that's loose cannons create this kind of change mm. and yeah absolutely you know, right. tesla spacex those are What's the same? examples like, of that i think it was remember apple had that think different campaign yeah. you know the the yeah, you know, the the these geniuses are crazy enough to change the world, and then yeah. eventually they do. Yeah. So isn't that sort so of this? So he he said a couple of things. He said three things. The, he wants the algorithm to be transparent. I don't care about that. I don't use the Twitter algorithm ever. Like it's so not you, Facebook, folks. So you can use the chronological. Thing. I always use chronological. So you you couldn't prefer, give a rat's. So can you? So you is that easy to change? Is that quite visible in the yeah, timeline? Yeah, well, it's to actually it? not highly visible, but it's yeah. the top corner. So when you scroll yeah. to the very, very top of your timeline, yeah. um, you know, not on the homepage, go to the homepage. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's this little starry button up here. Ah, okay. When you click that, it'll so that, say latest you, tweets. See latest tweets. View content yeah. preferences. So the content preferences would be the algorithm. That's right. The latest tweets is is the chronological order. Now right. the algorithm is there for new. How do you know it, it doesn't indicate how that's been set up? So it's you, pretty obvious that you start seeing tweets that are old, you know, five hours old and stuff, as yeah. opposed to two minutes ago. Okay. But anyway, I don't, that, I don't give a rat's about that. Good luck. Yeah. Do whatever you want. But then he said, we're going to stop spam bots. Tick, brilliant, great. Yes. Do it in an instant. Just to explain that to people, a spam bot is like a, 
like a an artificial little bot that tweets on your behalf. So well, they, aren't they set up to just send out tweets at certain times and come up with them and and do that? I I don't think it's it's not it's less about you know the t- like I've got a system that automatically tweets articles when we post them. That's not a spam bot. Yeah, that's just, we're talking we're just, talking about yeah. account uh, spam bots that create accounts on mass. Yes. Um. You know, so there might be twenty new accounts created. Or with you know weird profile to, su- to support various to support a cause which like, might be you know like, an so election anti vaxxers or something exactly like yeah, right? right yeah so he wants to get rid of that and then he said and my favourite words ever uttered by Elon Musk in text were um, authenticate all humans yeah which is such an Elon Musk thing so to say prove, the words humans. prove you're a human prove you're a human so what do you do you you give up your you show your driver's license show your ID your and a photo of yourself you know with the today's newspaper Mate, never happened in America. This is my point, Never right? happened in America. They're all so narky all about privacy, privacy and all that yeah, rubbish. Yeah. But see, the funny thing is, Australia is the perfect platform for Elon Musk's Twitter. Um, two reasons. One, we have such a great digital identification system through MyGov ID, yeah. um, the driver's licenses, whatever. You know, I logged on the other day and set up a Kogan mobile account. You know, it said put in your mobile number, or your driver's license number and everything. You click a button, it goes away. It verifies with a government computer that that's a real driver's license number and comes back and goes, cool. Yeah. That's what Twitter could do. Right? Twitter could do that. Yeah. So that's a tick. And secondly, the government here is legislating that social media platforms must be able to identify the accounts of those people who are saying stuff. Yeah. So So Elon Musk is actually perfectly placed to operate Twitter in Australia. Mm. We're the perfect platform for him. Perfect and, and, uh, and country for So it. just on the US, though, like, w- w- does he have the ability, being the sole owner of Twitter, to say, right, it's, it's this way or the highway. If you don't want to do this, you're not on the platform. So here's how Can I he see do it. that? Here's how I see it playing out. Um, I see it um, essentially preferencing people who are verified human beings. So first and foremost, you've got a bunch of blue ticks like us who yeah. have been verified in some other way at some yeah. time. But then you open up, you either just call it a blue tick, that's the verification, or you open up a green tick, which is, you know, human verification. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you pay $2 or you or it's just a, a process that could take weeks because it's going to have to be staffed in America yeah, anyway because it's going to have to be verified. Absolutely. Um, and you put in a process where there's another tick system, right? Yep. So that when you see a tweet from someone or an account, you can go, that's a real person. That's yeah. that's I, I respect that opinion. Okay. I'm going to reply to it. I'm not going to... And so I can put in my phone, I can say, you know what? I don't want to ever see replies from non-humans. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah, okay. Not interested. Yeah. I'm happy to argue with a green or blue tick, but I don't want to have a conversation with someone who's not. If you're not willing to go to the trouble of authenticating yourself, I don't care about your opinion. That'll that'll be sort of a bit of a great filtering system, mate. He wants it to be a town square. That's what he said. But it doesn't like, you know, free speech. um, He's talking about the algorithm, open source the algorithm. Like he's just saying it should it's like, you know it should be obvious what's happening and how yeah, we're right. preferencing things. The other big question I've got is, um, you know, he's he didn't buy this just for giggles. He, he's obviously this is a business. He wants to. I think he wants it to make money. I've struggled with that one. Like how how does that happen? I don't. How so does he make money with this? The thing? company keeps making money. The company's making money now, yeah. right? But does he grow? Does his investment grow in value? Is that what you're saying? Well, no. Well, that that and also well for his investment to grow in value. The company has to remain profitable. Yes. So, like with with SpaceX and Tesla, they're just he waved the magic wand over those companies, and they look at his leadership of those companies has turned them into vastly successful businesses. Yeah. So, is his? What well, my question is: What is he going to do to try to apply that same logic to Twitter to make it a more successful business? So, let me address it in two parts. Firstly, the value of his investment. I don't believe he goes into this. Giving a rat's whether he's investing to make his money back. Yeah, Correct. Yeah, yeah. Now, but the value of the company would increase over time. The value of the it? company, if he keeps it running and it keeps yeah. going the way it is, it will always just incrementally grow. So, didn't, didn't the share price shoot up a, a little course, bit, like when he bought it? Like, yeah, didn't but Tesla that... shares went down dramatically because uh, he's going to have to liquidate some of that, right? So uh, it's all swings and roundabouts. But I don't believe he goes into this wanting to make the company worth more. But he could easily, if he improves it, relist it on the stock market and make. Twice his money, right? Yeah, right. So that's that's yeah. a potential strategy. But aside from that, because it's essentially now a private company. That's right. He bought all the it's shares. Like Dell. Remember when Dell yeah, went yeah, private again? Yeah, yeah. So so that's the value of the company side. But from a profitability and a revenue point of view, yeah. things are already making lots of money yeah. through advertising, ad, ad based. Ad there revenue. is there's the Twitter Blue concept, which I signed up to and deleted almost a month later because it was rubbish. Right? You pay four dollars ninety nine a month and you get 
Really nothing. It's rubbish. <laughs> so what I... Th- so what do you... Do? You don't get ads. You don't get any... No, you still get the ads. You still get... There's just these... Like, you can undo You can undo a tweet, but it's not really undoing it. It's just... It takes longer to send. Like, it's just, like, stupid. Yeah. So, if I'm... If Elon rings me and says, Trev, what do I do? I say, first and foremost, Twitter Blue, make it ad-free. Like YouTube. Yeah. I pay eleven yeah. ninety nine for YouTube just yeah. so I don't have to see ads. Yes, see ads. So, so make no Twitter the same. pre-roll or post-roll. I don't want to see pre-rolls and post-rolls on videos on Twitter. I don't really? want to see promoted tweets. And that, it's, that's 11, how much? A month? Is that per month? On YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. 11 a month. Yeah. yeah. Yep. YouTube Premium. Okay. So I want Twitter Blue to be like YouTube Premium. It removes yeah. the ads from the platform. So that would make it a subscription service then, which is how he make, he'd make his money. That, so, that's a way. It's an additional service. revenue service. It doesn't as have well not as, for everyone. Yeah. Just for so those you could get rid of ads, get rid of you know you have these other little benefits. So the edit button, something he really really wants. Yeah. Make that only for for I've people got, that are subscribing. I got thoughts on that. Well, let's go. The edit button. Well, I'm I'm a real stickler when it comes to my spelling and all that. Like, and, yeah. and when I tweet something, I think, ah, oh, damn. Especially if I've retweeted it and done yep, it. And exactly. thinking, oh, do I go well, back and delete it all? But the edit button, though, can be probably, it's like if it's, if it's in the wrong hands, it could be dangerous. The, 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 whole, um, the whole Twitter character of Twitter is have your say, and once it, it's, the sh- it's like the fired arrow, you can't get it back again. Yep. Once it's out there, it's out there. Right. Having the edit button, I think, could change the character of Twitter, especially... Like you, you hear about where someone's tweeted something, oh, they've since deleted that tweet. So the edit button could possibly facilitate that same person rewriting that tweet so that it kind of changes its meaning yep. and changes what the, the reaction to it might seem odd. 100%. You know what I mean? So my response to that is twofold. Firstly, Facebook has an edit button. Of course it has. Has done forever. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it has a very good way of... So does Instagram. Yeah, yeah. but you can view the edits... Think about this on Facebook. If so you, what? The, you, you change the, it. Anyone? I can view the edits. I can view edits really? you made. You can yes. view my edits. Yes. Right. Okay. So I can see oh, what so you So you change. want that to be on Twitter to so view the edits. My so that's my first point. Uh, my second, my proposal is yeah. that Twitter has the exact same thing. So you can view uh, any edits that are made. And secondly, you cannot edit a tweet that is more than twelve hours old. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I reckon even shorter. I reckon two hours old. I just think that you know, let's say you yeah. get on a plane and you say I'm flying here, and then you get there and you go, oh, crap, I spelled that wrong. Uh, you know, just. Yeah, Give it half yeah. a day, oh, right? That, that's yeah, okay, maybe. Because maybe. Oh, I, you know, yeah, I reckon that that's a good that's a be a good. That's rule. it. Yeah, that's how you solve but, uh, those other, problems. Otherwise, yeah, what but, do you but, think? But also showing the edits, that's a really good point. So, say like in, in the case I said, said before, someone's changed the tweet to give it a totally different meaning. Yeah. Then other pumps can say, and they click can, here, they can see the progress, and, of and then edits. we can attack them for that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's probably a better way, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. But so, no, I do so like the time limit though. That's good. View but the edits, time limit though won't time stop. That won't stop someone trying to change the character of their tweet. Fine. You can do that in twelve hours easily. Totally. So viewing the edits, but, I reckon, is essential. That's right. Yeah. Wow. If you can't have a view edit function, hope Elon's listening. He might give us a job, mate. If you can't have an edit uh, view edits function, the yeah. time limit needs to be like twenty yeah. minutes max. Yeah, short. Yeah, short or no, or nothing. And I that, that solves the problem. Yeah, true. But make that a subscription-only platform. Because it bugs me when I, when I spill, and I'm thinking, oh, is it worth deleting all that? And it's been retweeted, and yeah. I'm thinking, I'm just going to leave it. But see, you, you add things like um, uh, user verification, um, what would, edit, all that kind of stuff. What would you do if you were Elon Musk right now? Right? Yep. What would you... How would you change Twitter, or would you not change it at all? First thing I'd do is get rid of the board and the current CEO. Like, bring back Jack Dorsey. You need the heart of the company back, yeah, right? right? I'd reassess every office they've got in the world because yep. do you need it all? At sales is the only thing they need. Yep. You only need sales in every country. That's all you need. Well, I think that, yeah, the yeah. other part of Twitter is they've got these news aggregators and sort of, you know, that they have today on Twitter, like the whole, you know, like the... I'd get rid of all that. I've never looked you at wouldn't, it. You wouldn't do that? Spaces. Okay. I'd get rid of that. The stupid audio thing. Uh-huh. So I don't know that it's necessary. But yep. certainly, whether I'd get rid of it, I'd certainly deprioritize it immediately, right? So you've got to look at your engineering talent and go, who's who's the guns here? Uh, and who who wants to be on the ship? Who doesn't? Everyone go if you don't want to be here because yeah. that makes it easy, right? I love, I love the memes. There was someone, um, you know, that, remember that that famous episode of Entourage when, when Ari Gold buys the old his old agency mm. and walks in with a paint gun? And you go and shoot. Gone. He goes, you're fire. You're, he goes, he goes, someone put Elon Musk at the Twitter office. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, that's behind the scenes. But in terms of the, the platform, though, the things we've talked about are exactly what I would do immediately. Yeah, right. I would, I'd put all of that, what we've talked about, behind a subscription paywall so that the cost of um, staffing, for example, the authentication thing, yeah. 
could be covered by the subscription. Let's talk though about how Twitter is real. Like he, he Elon Musk says, look, I want to improve it. I want to make it better. Yeah. And it is trailing fair way behind, like TikTok's got a long. Like, way. At the end of twenty twenty one, TikTok had one point two billion active users. Yeah, Facebook's got two billion users. Twitter's got two hundred and thirty million, and it hasn't act- grown daily much users in many many years. So that's to me, yes, it's the have your say platform. You know, the journalists live and die by it, finding out things and tweeting things, and it's kind of that cutting edge. That's news all it is. Machine. That's all it's ever going to be. So how do, how do they grow the base? Like I know, like you talk to my kids that who they're not going to they've join never been on Twitter and no. never will be on Twitter. No. The people who are there now they're kind of the rusted on users that have, we've been there. I reckon if you did a poll of Twitter users now, I reckon eighty percent have been there since two thousand and nine or something. Someone's yeah. been there a long time. That's right. So how do w- would that be something that he'd be concerned with to say, well, do we need to make this a sexier platform? Do we make it? Where you can, because oh, remember they used to have Vine. Remember Vine? Yeah. Was it Vines? Yeah. These little short videos. Oh, the, yeah, they had, wasn't yeah. that on Twitter? Did Twitter own them? No, I don't know. That no. was Twitter's, wasn't it? Vine. Remember those really short videos? Yeah, I don't think it was. They were shared a lot there. Yeah. Separate app. But okay. the point, but point, the point, Twitter, but the point is, Twitter bought that company, right? And the company went bust. Yeah. It was a novelty for ten minutes. Like TikTok's kind of become the extended Vine for yeah. me. Like it's Spot become on. more an entertainment, fun, go viral platform. Yeah. Um, Instagram similar, sort of. Hit, look Here's at me. Here's my thing. You know, I, Twitter's not like that, is it? I had this conversation with one of one of my stations this week about Netflix. Okay, that the, while I was away, Netflix, you know, dropped two hundred thousand subscribers and they got yeah, drop another two yeah. million, right? And I said, you know what? I don't think it's a drama. Why it's are we no, even talking it's about no it? No big it's, deal. It's, yeah. it's less than 0.1 percent of their current base, and mm. by the time they lose a million, it's one percent. But it's the first they've time got, it's ever happened. They've got they? two hundred and twenty yeah. million active bloody accounts. Yeah. The only reason this is a story is because the stock market is a complete joke. The stock market requires a company to grow. Yeah, right. Why can't a company just be good? Yeah. Why can't Netflix <laughs> just make a ton of money every year with the same number of subscribers? I know it's not logical yeah. in, in the overall sense because you always want to be better and bigger, but why is it a bad thing? It's like uh, Kogan, you know, unbelievable Aussie business, but, you know, the stock market looks badly upon it if it doesn't sell more this year than it did last year. Why? Well, that's the stock market, isn't it? This is the problem yeah, with the stock the, market. So yeah. by, t- by Elon that, Musk taking the, it... That's their, uh, their yardstick. That's their it? metric. That, that's how by taking it. Twitter off the stock market, he doesn't need to grow the user base. Uh, he just needs to make it more engaged yep. and better and, pro- more and profitable. a better experience for those people. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to think. I'm, uh, how how would he would he try to make it sexier? To, uh, well, yes, it's about he's he's all about free speech, having you say all that sort of stuff. You've got 200,000 people, yeah, 200 yeah. million people yeah. who have it, use it, want it. Yeah. I would say his number one metric is time spent on platform by those people. Yeah. So we've talked about how I've you know, given it a miss and come back and I've kind of been hit and miss with it. I'm, there's no way I'm using it as much as I was two yeah. years ago. Yep. I, I don't barely use it on the phone. Like So if, if he's going to make it better, he's, I'm going to end up using it more. That's yeah. the metric, is that right. people like me and you use it more because we see value in the conversation that we can have with users. When we get tweets from people, we know, like we already know they're pretty much real people. We're not really at the, yeah. at the bum end of a yep. you know, troll stick, but... <laughs> you know, I, I think that's how he yeah. does it. He just simply makes it a better platform and engages its users better. And I think, like you mentioned earlier, like I think it's it's he's kind of in the his thinking and his approach is is actually in line with the Australian government and how we want to be people to be accountable to, to stop the trolling and make, make verify people and make sure they're real people. I would be uh, mentioning yeah, this out. in passing. Yeah, yeah. I'd be mentioning this in passing right now. Yeah. To want you know, to reach our, out to our him. government's proud of just to say it on, well, on they, in they a press led, conference. That's part of the interviews I've had is how that the Australians have led the Australia's led the world in the sort of the yeah. the the sort of not cracking down on tech companies taking responsibility for what happens on their platforms. Yeah. So I think if he can do that, if he can sort of make it seem because like you know what, I, I don't know what you think here, but I don't I don't give Twi- Twitter's reputation as a as a it's a great communication tool, but its reputation is sort of sullied a little bit by just the, the trolls and the crap that's on there. Oh, mate. It's, I, it's, a, it's a gutter sometimes. Especially now during you know? elections. Yeah, it's just, I'm thinking, oh, it's just, just cheap shots and, and that's not going to change under Musk. That's not going to change at all. It could that's get the, worse. That's the nature of the platform. Yeah. But it's just, it, it's, 
people don't always argue in a civilized way. Yeah. And I don't think Elon Musk buying Twitter is going to change that. No. So it's still going to be the I same agree. sort of thing. Which is why I don't see it as being a value growth yeah. investment. I don't see it as being an investment in, in yeah. earning money for him. It he says just more wants a, to own. He just wants to own his favorite app. Yeah, it it says more about him, eh? So he he sort of says, right, oh, if I if I own this, I can control it, I, and it's I mine. I can keep it's tweeting mine. it. Who gives yeah, a rat? It's yeah. mine. Yeah, and but you got to think. Let's mention though that some of his tweets have got him into trouble. Yeah, do you remember? Do you remember the he's tweets? a loose unit. Yeah, do you remember the tweet where like some of the tweets that he's made that have just sent the stock market into panic and all that? Yeah. Right, even cost Tesla money. Yeah. Didn't he get fined or something? He was he was he, was remo- he couldn't be he a got, director or yeah, somebody. Yeah, thing. He, I he don't got know. Done. Seemed to got around that. But also, too, do you remember he got done for defamation? Remember the the um, remember the cave diver? Remember the, yeah. the, the, the yeah. he called him a pedo diver yeah. or something? And yeah. that was Mate, defamatory. You know, he's he's on the edge of being a troll at many yeah. times. Do you see on the weekend he tweeted a photo of Bill Gates? I know with, with a, a with a pregnant yeah. male uh, emoji next to it. Whoa! Because Bill Gates shorted Tesla stock. Oh. is that why he did that? Yeah, I think that's that, that's probably not personal. All the so. all the fanboys are up in arms because Bill right? Gates shorted, shorted Tesla Tesla's stock. The bludger. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So look, I think it's a fascinating what story did that to cost follow. Him? What did that cost him? I got no idea. Yeah. Would have been a fair bit of, bit of a chunk of change. It so that was an investment move, eh? You short box money. Shorting something means like you're betting, betting against it's, it. Bet it's going to go down. Go down. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, bottom line, it's a fascinating story, but yeah. its impact on everyday people. Yeah. Minimal. It's it's mate, the fact that it's him. If it was some ne- Neville billionaire you never heard of, you're mm. thinking, oh, terrific. But because of Elon Musk and he's just this flamboyant. The sort only of, uh, the only thing I would love to have much more detail on. And I'm sure it's been done. Yeah, is that was it the World Health Organization or the United Nations that said the world hunger could be cured with six billion dollars? Yeah, Elon Musk said, "Show me how, and I'll fund it." Yeah, right. Is that right? Well, mate, you just spent ten times that on a on an app. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's a good. Like point. Just, Why hasn't Bill Gates done that then? Six billion. Well, because that, I don't think it's real. Like I think yeah, right. I think Elon's point is. If it was really that simple, yeah, we could have done it. We definitely yeah, could get that together. I could make some calls. I'm also wondering how he can incorporate Twitter with his other businesses. Well, that's like, I here's, think. here's my idea: <laughs> the tweet from your Tesla feature should become a reality, where you can have Twitter in your car. <laughs> It'll be one of the apps that's in the in the Tesla, Why? and you should be able to tweet from your Tesla using your voice. Using your voice. Okay. About as useless as... <laughs> I'm just saying. Is that something silly that he might do? You know, like I've just noticed Yes, he's too, that kind of idiot. I've just noticed that on on my Tesla, I've got, uh, you know, I've got Netflix and that. I've got now Disney Pluses on the Tesla too. Yeah. 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 But I reckon I'm going to see Twitter on there without before too long. Twitter will be on there. Great. So while you're, while you're supercharging, you can look at Twitter and tweet and do, all you, do what you got to do. From your car. You can do it on your phone. I suppose you can watch Netflix on your phone too. Yeah. But tweet tweet on your on your t- from your Tesla. That's next. I don't see any true integration <laughs> between his businesses. Mate, I reckon something's going to happen there. Wouldn't be surprised. A little software update and you see this little this little blue icon. Oh, there's a little Twitter icon. <laughs> anyway. All uh, right. Good on him for having that good much on money. What doing a, very well. He's doing very, very well. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by our really good friends at Arlo. And you know what? Uh, mother's, you know, mother's Day is coming up. Are these, are these Arlo? Arlo is a great gift for, for Mother's Day. I think uh, the Arlo Essential Video Doorbell Wire Free, uh, I think that's a really good Mother's Day gift. If you want the full picture for those dropping off deliveries yep. or kids coming home from school. Bingo. Are the kids home? That would work? Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know great. a trick I've heard? Yep. Get your kids to ring the doorbell when they get home. Absolutely right. I've had a conversation through my Arlo doorbell from the America. I remember yeah. seeing Aaron out the front, and I said, Aaron, and he heard me. He goes, what are you doing? I was talking to him through the doorbell. you got to think about school-age <laughs> kids, though, like mine. Yeah. You know, so Amanda gets home from work probably an hour, 45 minutes after the yeah. kids get home. Um, the kids, with a text at the moment, just ring the doorbell. Ring the doorbell. And so then this, we all and get... you see, you see the video. Boom. That's the notification. Boom. Uh, look, I don't know, but, you know, you, you grow up, you can... You never... You know, your mum knows a thing or two. It's very hard yeah. to pull the wool over your mum's eyes. Uh, she'd take one look and know something was up. And, and you know what? I, I'm, uh, I'm hard to read, I reckon, but she was observant. She'd know when things were doing. Uh, so if you've got a mum that always likes to see the full picture then the Arlo Essential Video Doorbell Wire Free 
is it a great Mother's Day gift, don't you reckon? And by full picture, we mean the one-to-one aspect ratio gives you that ability to see everything from top to toe. So it doesn't matter whether it's, you know, we have Harris Farm delivered. You can see that sitting right at the door there or whether it's someone holding something uh, in front of the camera. You can see what it is no matter where they're standing and where they are at the door. So little idea for mum. Give her a little bit of extra peace of mind with an Arlo Essential Video Doorbell Wire free this Mother's Day. Yeah, check it out. Arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, the other story I found fascinating, um, on the weekend, um, the Age newspaper reported that uh, both Amazon and Paramount had ex- had asked the AFL for their expression of interest on the TV rights. Now, Gillan McLaughlin, the head of the AFL, has announced he's leaving the job at the end of the year after many years in the job. Good job. Well done. But he wants to leave with a new broadcast rights in place. Now, there's still broadcast rights uh, in place Up to until 2023 and 2024. Yeah. So what we're talking about here is 2025 season and onwards, right? Now you're talking so about three years away. Yeah, you're talking about a billion dollars that's that's planned for 2023-24 yep. between seven and Foxtel. So and for two years, a billion dollars. That's the next two okay. years. Yep. Yep. And so that's the kind of money we're talking about. But the AFL has to pay payers more. They've got the AFLW. They've got a got a fund and they want to pay them more. Yep. They need more money. Yep. So they're going to the market. and They're saying we need more money. What's the plans? Who's going to do it? Now, traditionally, and I, I wrote this today, I said, I'm old enough, and you certainly are too, to remember when <laughs> the cricket was on at the SCG. Yes. It was on Channel 9. If it wasn't a sellout, it wasn't broadcast in Sydney. Yes. Right? That's how, that's how complex the rights used well, to be I, to I stuff. Tell you, I, mean, that's a really, I remember that because I remember when, when we were living, uh, I forget where we were living now, we were living here, in, in Maroubra, and when the game was in Sydney, we could pick up Wollongong TV. Boom. So we'd watch it on the Wollongong feed live go. on their, that channel. But it wasn't in Sydney because if it wasn't a sellout, you had to be there. That's how complex the rights used to be. Yeah, and wow. also, football, well, you didn't see every game. Not every game was yeah, broadcast. Right. Yeah. Then we got Fox. Well, you know why? They were on at the same time. That's uh, right. Some games. But also, round the grounds, remember? Round yeah, the grounds. Yeah, but, you know, a TV station had one channel. So you yes. couldn't broadcast multiple games. Or even, And you wouldn't dedicate your whole weekend to one sport. True. So the thing about... Broadcast rights have evolved a lot, and the evolution has resulted in essentially a, a standard practice of a free-to-air partnering, not directly, but with Foxtel to make a pitch. Yep. And so, you know, Nine and Foxtel get together and they go, say to the NRL, well, we'll do this, and we'll not Channel Nine, we want two games, uh, Friday, three games, Friday night, two games, and one game on Sunday. Yep. Foxtel can have the rest. Plus, they can broad these days. They can even broadcast those other games. They do them all, yeah. So you get to a point where they're negotiating together to ensure that the NRL, in this case, get enough money to you know satisfy themselves yep. to beat off any other contenders. Yep. And these two can then... Foxtel can make money by charging people to watch. Channel 9 can make money by selling ads. Yep. Seven and Foxtel do the AFL. Seven and uh, Foxtel do the supercars. You've got this very clear pattern. Yeah. But in the last year, we've had standby the rights to rugby, Formula E, IndyCars. Um, we've had uh, Paramount Plus, which is Channel 10, and their streaming service... Uh, get the A-League. Um, mm. So sport has, and Optus have got EPL. Yes. Sports started to really um, it's fracture. It's moving into those areas. Fox, yes. I said today, Fox Sports is losing its mantra as the home of sport. Mm. And they don't care while ever they've got NRL, AFL, Supercars and Formula One at the very least, right, as yep. well as some others. They're the ones they need because the top programs on Foxtel overall are always on the weekend, NRL and AFL. Yeah. Without them, they lose hundreds of thousands of uh, of viewers. Yeah. So, when the AFL says we're going to go out and get new rights, and Amazon says, can we have a, can we have a look at the document? We could end up. Um, the most amazing scenario is that we go to a very American system where Channel 7 have um, Friday nights, yeah. Amazon have Saturday nights, Foxtel have so Sundays. splintered into more. Splintered out. Yeah. Or Channel 7 have Friday nights. That's right. So, the, let's use the NFL as the example. So, there's a few... Uh, there's Fox and NBC and yeah. CBS. They've all got like one's got Monday night footy, one's got Sunday, one's got the weekend. Friday. And you know, you talk about NFL, you're talking about big name broadcasters yeah. having these rights. Let's talk about the Major League Baseball. Apple have yes, Friday nights. Friday nights now. ESPN have but does Sundays. that mean they've got Friday nights on their own? Can yes. No one else. No have Friday one else. Night? So if you want to watch a Friday night baseball, it's only on Apple TV. A little bit complicated with baseball because there's so many games. There's uh, probably ten. 20 games happening on a Friday night. Ah, Apple right. choose the two games which ah, are broadcast. Right. The others are broadcast elsewhere. The others, no, the others are just on like local internet or subscriber ah, cable channels. It's okay. a bit, bit complex. But yeah. they own the rights to two games every Friday okay. night. So, you know, we could get to a situation where Amazon owns Saturday night AFL. Yeah, well. And Channel 7 have Fridays and Sundays and Foxtel's out. 
So how does it go then? Like with with uh, I I know. Look, the uh, the objective for both the sport and the and the TV stations or streaming services is eyeballs. They want yeah. more people to see this, but wherever it is. So the AFL in this instance, they say, right, we want it. We want the cash because we want more people to watch the game. The products, a good product. We're going to make money. We're going to fund this. We're going to fund that. Players are going to pay more. Women's league's going to flourish. So the the TV side, they want the same thing as well. So how are they willing to to share that with other with other stations, or is it, does it, it comes down to how much they can afford to buy, how much of the pie they so can own? So let's say in the billion dollars that Seven and Foxtel pay, and this is complete conjecture, but let's say it's three hundred million and seven hundred million. Fox pays pay seven hundred million. Fox, so seven Channel Seven might be still happy to pay three hundred million. Who who they don't care who else has got it because as long as they've got some exclusive games, yeah. they can sell ads. But Fox, if they don't have every game, then they can't really charge people to say we've got every game. So their ability to spend seven hundred million reduces because they have to assume they're going to lose subscribers. Yeah. So that's a loss to 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 the bid if someone else is involved. But if seven pay three hundred, Fox pay three hundred, and Amazon says, "Well, we're coming in hot with six hundred, uh. then we've got ourselves more money." Wow! And you've got a fractured rights agreement. That's a big. That's a big pie. <clears throat> it's huge, mate. Yeah. And and it's it's I genuinely it's going to take balls from Gil McLaughlin and the AFL to do mm. something different. Yeah. But if they do something different, they could. It'll set the precedent, won't it? It'll it'll create a. a don't you think it'll create a precedent for Mate. other sports? Like what's going to happen with the NRL? Where are the NRL rights up? Well, again? I'll tell you. I've said. I think I've said it You've on this show on before. The, you have. You have said on nine show. will bid stand. for everything. Yeah. yeah. To get so Fox will have nothing. Nothing. So it'll be nine they, and stand. If Mike Sneesby, the boss of nine, isn't currently got, got a whole team working on yeah. the budget and the plan, what would we need to charge on stand for the NRL? Yeah. How many would we think we get? How will we recoup our money, etc., etc., etc.? Mate, that's, that's the that's the game, name of the game, isn't it? So yeah. I don't know when those rights are due, but let's look at the NRL and say, well, Paramount's the same example. This yeah. is Channel Ten. Yeah. Saying to the AFL, we'll we'll broadcast the games on Channel Ten. Broadcast the AFLW on Peach, yep. and we'll broadcast yeah. every game on, on Paramount yeah. Plus. Yep. Right? Yeah. So, so and that's that, that's owned by CBS too, by the way. So there's Paramount, Paramount is, the, is the parent company. Paramount, right? Paramount, Paramount, Paramount company, but Channel isn't Channel Ten CBS as well, like from the states. Yeah. Are they controlled Paramount, by CBS? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Paramount so owns CBS. And, dice. and so what Paramount's yeah. saying is, we'll bid for the lot, and yeah. it will be a subscription and free to air. So it would it would look controversial, but it's actually exactly the same as it is today. You've yeah. got to pay for some games, you get some of them free. Yeah. So if you don't have Foxtel, but the you, issue yeah. is if you've got Foxtel, yeah. you're like, hang on a minute, twenty five bucks a month, stick that up your bum. Yeah. I'm not getting everything anymore. Not getting it anymore. And they've got to reduce their price. Yeah. Or do they? And but so it, it's massive. Yeah. And so NRL wise, same thing. Uh, yeah. Nine Entertainment comes in, it goes right. We're bidding for everything. We'll give you one point yeah. one billion or whatever it is. Would not surprise for everything. Me. So yeah, Bruce, remember this episode for when the NRL yes. uh, comes up. This is okay, huge. Bruce. Oh. So what's this episode five thirty two? So let's see if we see Nine and Stan coming together with a massive bid for the NRL. Yeah. You heard it here first. I I truly believe that sports rights in because we're talking about twenty twenty. Five for the yeah. AFL, so yeah. it's so still a while. This is a long time away. So the NRL must be then another year away. Then I feel like it must be another must be year another year away because yeah. they're not talking about it now. No, yeah. So, um, but but again, don't you reckon it's it's um it's getting that marquee product? Like yeah, you know, for you, for, like imagine like Paramount Plus. I've got Paramount Plus. It's not bad. Eighteen eighty three, Halo. We've got some other shows. It's not bad. But if you're a Swans fan, you you're instantly hello. In. Yeah, I'm there. Like imagine yeah. imagine if I could only watch Souths on Paramount. I think it, I'm getting it tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. So, but let me ask you this: Yeah, what would you? What's your consideration around your Foxtel subscription if the the NRL is somewhere else? Yeah, I'd I'd have a serious look at it. Because, mate, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, that's a jewel. Foxtel in the signing the Formula One to a multi-year deal. Yep. was an absolute. We've got to stop Stan from getting it. Right. I don't know if they bid for it, but yeah, right. they had to make sure they held on to it because my Foxtel seal out. I don't want it anymore. Yeah, because if, if you don't, if there's no Formula, Formula One. one yeah. yeah. Well, if I can't watch League on Fox, then yeah, that, that's going to be what's the point of having a it? game changer. Yeah, you're right. There's a sport plays a big part here, doesn't it? The, so uh, the I, I wrote today that the executives of Foxtel are currently going under every couch to find every dollar they have <laughs> because yeah. they are going to have to bid for this. But they're going to. But wouldn't wouldn't though? You mentioned Nine and Stan making a bid. So if that happens, and and Foxtel finds themselves fending for themselves. 
would they try to do a deal with another free-to-air Absolutely. To sort of say, right, Absolutely. if 9 and Stan, we, we need to team up with Channel 10 or 7 or someone. But, you know, also, how do these how do these deals work? 9 might put in two bids, one with Foxtel. Oh, Foxtel right. might think... And one with Stan. If, if you're Foxtel, you're putting in a bid with every free-to-air broadcaster as a possible partner. Maybe. Foxtel's wow. going to have to lead that. Maybe we talk to Patrick Delaney. I don't See think he's too doing. keen to give too much. <laughs> He'll be like, we've got the strongest play. See, and this is the thing. This is yeah. why I mentioned the balls that have got to play. Patrick Delaney and Foxtel believe they have such a good product, such a good audience, such a, but the sports have to be with them. Yeah. But Foxtel has but that, that's, less that's, customers than they've ever had before yeah. in, in, in home use, but more customers than they've ever had because of KO. Yes. So their pool is big, but you can't argue that Paramount Plus wouldn't just immediately get subscribers. Yeah. Just like Optus Straight did. Straight away. Optus Sport exists soccer, yeah. purely because of EPL. Absolutely right. Yeah. That, that's kind of Build their, it that and they will run. come. That was their home run, wasn't it? That, yeah. To do that. So could this be Paramount Plus's home run? Oh, mate, maybe AFL. I'm just too way too rights nerdy because I've, I've been involved in these kind yes. of negotiations. But I think it's the most fascinating bloody thing. Incredible. I'm loving it? it. Yeah, be keen to see how this one turns out. You know, Olympics. We won't, we won't be finding out for a while, though. Uh, given how much talk's going on, oh, they'll do, no, they'll, it'll, they'll it'll be in the next... 12 months? Four or five months. Really? Gil that's Mc- soon. Gil McLaughlin wants this done before the end of the year when he leaves. What? Yes. The rights for 2025. Yes. Was, holy hell. Yes. Wow. That's planning ahead, isn't it? They've got to have... It's, you got to, like, they've got to know how much revenue you're going to have. Yeah, they've got course. to make commitments yeah, sure. to clubs and players. You can have a bit by the sound of it. A fair bit yeah, of revenue. Yeah, they're doing very well. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Well, we both have the brand new fetch box, the Mikey fetch box. What is it, Gen 4? Generation 4. Gen 4. And Today is yeah. eight years since yeah. I wrote my very first review of a fetch box. I can see that on, te- on EFTM. Eight years to the day. So what was the, so the very first fetch box? What's called the mighty? Was it was it? just the mighty. Just fe- oh, just oh no, true. It was just, just it was fetch. just the fetch. Yes. Fetch, yeah, well, no, it was actually just fetch. There was TV. no mighty in me. I think it was Gen Two was mighty in me. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember that launch. But uh, this new box, though, uh, it might look the same, but it does. It has improved in like I think speed and it, it's it's always been four K, hasn't it? The, the Gen the, Three was the 4K. Gen Three was four K, yeah, yeah. And, the, and the Mini's now four K. But it's pretty yeah. much just like. It's like it's like looking at the I don't know iPhone twelve and thirteen right yeah. they look the same yeah. but under the hood it's yeah. just all about future proofing so solid things like as you mentioned speed yeah. bit of RAM extra Wi Fi six yeah. that's I mean that's a big deal that's big and by the way most of these things puts them way above the IQ five yeah right the IQ 5's is a brand new box and yeah. it lacks a lot of these things so it doesn't have Wi Fi six doesn't have Wi Fi six yeah. doesn't have AV one which is an encoding technique that will be used by streaming platforms in yep. the future so. This is all about future proofing. This has got Dolby Vision. Yeah, Fox Foxtel doesn't have yeah. that. Doesn't this ha- doesn't have Dolby Atmos? This does have Atmos. I don't believe no. Atmos. I, no. I but your TV data. would have that, not your box. That well, that's a well, thing. Well, if yeah. this is compatible with it, though, the pass through would have yep. to have would have to have some sort. The of only pass-through. physical difference I found was there's one less USB port. Okay, I've never used a USB port on the back or on the front. <laughs> yeah, on yeah, one on the back. Well, less. there's just one less. Okay, but I've never used a USB port. So. Yeah, right. So that's to watch your own content on it, is it? I guess so. But or you know, in this record. in this connected world, you can. Uh, it's got a, what's called DLNA, a, yeah. so you can just view stuff on yeah, your network easily yeah. anyway. And there's um, a, there's a hard. How big's the hard drive on this thing? One terabyte. Yeah, that's a lot. Do you do you find you use that a lot? Do you Mate, record much? I looked the other night. So do you we have had, anything? We in the had library? a situation at home the other night. Hey. Big drama. I went oh, to bed no. early because I had a really bad back. I still do. Oh really? Um, and I heard drama downstairs, and it was about Lego Masters. Oh, we love Lego Masters in our house. But yeah. so the kids, Jacko was on playing the Xbox in the lounge room, and I heard this. Right, two minutes, Jacko, get off. And then Harry turns it on, and I could hear Lego Masters. And he goes, "This is not the intro. What's happened?" They'd come in at seven thirty, thinking it started at seven thirty. It started at seven, seven. o'clock. Seven, oh. And it's I'm a like, Sunday they do that. Sundays. So I, I've come down. I've gone look. Uh-oh. There's nothing you can do, guys. It's not going to be on nine now until t- later. Yeah. I said, but stop. We're just going to watch it tomorrow. But here's what we're going to do. We open up the fetch. Went to the program guide. I went Lego Masters record series done. It's recording every episode. And I yeah. said, Harry, you can come home tomorrow and just press hit, play. Hit play. You're hit done. My stuff. Hit my yeah, stuff. My stuff. Uh, my TV. Done deal. As, as a it's funny, I read another article about Fetch recently, and I was looking at whether I'd missed something, yep. and you know, someone, it was Adam Turner, said, you know, not many people watch free-to-air now. I'm like, what? I, I, just, <laughs> I just think, I, I know it's a lot less than it ever was, Yeah. but at night time, at 6 o'clock, there's 
two or three million people watching TV in Australia because they want the six o'clock news. Of course there are. Yeah. It's a lot of people that watch yeah. the news. And the fetch box is the best recorder of television in the history. So my favourite example is Seinfeld. Yep. If it's on TV or it's on one of the streaming channels, whatever, hit record series. <clears throat> and it doesn't just like Foxtel put it in a list. It puts it in seasons. So yeah. you've got season one, season two. It aggregates two, it well. So that though, you yeah. know how to find your stuff as well. So <clears throat> look, bottom line, I found it did feel a bit snappier. Like the menus yeah, and everything, bit, yeah. But it's not not massively no, noticeable. It, I, I, my my feedback is it, it could be a bit faster. You know, when you hit the the central button to get up the menus, yeah, it took a couple of seconds. Yep, yeah. So well, once once it was up though, it was pretty snappy. Once that menu was up, I think I'd be I'd wonder whether you yeah. have an eye for whether the Dolby Vision is noticeable. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's not the sort of thing yeah. I have an eye for. But really, this yeah. is about future proofing. This is 4K, about saying four K looks good on it too. I I, uh, I I bought uh, the Batman that just came out. Oh, so right. with yeah, Robin Pattinson in 4K. Yep. Yeah, that looks really good. Looks great through it. Look, the thing yeah. is, if you've got to fetch Generation Three, don't stress. It's not like you need to upgrade. Yeah. Okay. Because the the, ba- the content wise, nothing else it's is the same. Changed. It's just it's a bunch of chips and yeah. and and sockets on the inside that are yeah. different. Yeah. And you won't really notice it. It's about saying in five years from now. You know, the Gen 2 or Gen yeah. 3 might be the ones that don't get a certain app or can't stream a certain thing because of something yeah. happening. I think the Wi-Fi like 6 one. is probably the biggest new feature. Huge feature. A lot of people... Um, they got them at the other end of the house. They don't have the luxury of having it. Like, I've got it... We're in my theatre now. It's in, it's on my in my rack here, and I've got a direct cable connection. It's a big so, call. You've made, yeah, it's made it into the rack. Here. I can it, see the blue well, lights I, staring I, at me. I had... Well, I moved it. My older one was in my office, but the, uh, the Gen 4, I, I ditched my old digital TV tuner. Yep. And I thought, well, that's my DV tuner right now. Yeah. And I can watch 4K in here as well. Yeah. So I thought, boom, it made the, made the big time. Just a little tip too for people that a lot of people, you know, talk to us and ring and so they don't have free-to-air antenna. Um, great tip. We've got a Fetch Mighty in the lounge room and we've got a Mini in the dining room. No antenna. Yep. You can watch, if you link them properly with multi-room, you can watch free-to-air on the Mini Via the from Wi-Fi, the, from the it essentially so streams it's coming into the mighty, into the mighty through the aerial, streams it to the mini over the Wi-Fi to the mini. So if you got a second mighty, it'll do that too, won't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's brilliant. That's a great feature. So that still works with the Gen Four. Yep, wow. absolutely. Okay. And if you record stuff like yep. TV shows or stuff yeah, on yeah. your on your hard drive, you can yeah. view that on the mini as well. Yeah, well, oh, don't, got, don't get me started on what you can do on the app. But the app's unbelievable as well. Yeah, so. that's connected to my antenna. So I've got that. I've got yeah. free to air in here as well. Boom. So because. That, that's like I said, the old digital TV box is gone. It's out there. Yeah. And the, the, the Fetch Mighty uh, Gen 4 has replaced it. I don't even have an antenna at the office, so can't test that. Don't you? No. No free to it. No. I got the But answer, I, do, I do love the um, the streaming channels, though. There's a lot of little. Mate. There's heaps of them, eh? It's, <laughs> it's oh, yeah. like Discovery's there. I yeah. watch ID all the time. Universal's there for yeah. Law and Order and things like that's that. That's great. Yeah, I, I had a call, a uh, cup two calls today, in fact, on the EFTM podcast, which will be in this feed tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> asking about Foxtel switching off cable and what other alternatives. Yeah. And I said to one of them, the first thing you do with this problem with Foxtel is you write a list of what you watch. Yeah. So uh, Joshua Dowling was one of the callers. He rang me and he said, oh, mate, I'll, I said, what do you watch? He goes, oh, I don't really admit it. I said, just tell me. He goes, I watch a lot of, watch a lot of crime investigation. I watch a lot of Highway Patrol, RBT and cops. I love cops. Cops. I said, mate, Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> I said, what you cancel do? your Foxtel, get yeah. binge. Binge, uh, I searched it. I said, Binge has got cops. Yeah, it's got binge has got, yeah, it's it's got it all. Yeah, yeah. If it's on Foxtel, it's 99% likely it's on binge. binge. yeah. So you've, you've got to look at it. And if it's a, if it's a live channel you're looking for, have write a list of all the channels you watch. Yep. And what I do is you get a different coloured bit of paper, like a blue bit of paper, put it somewhere. And every yeah. time you watch TV, write the channel down. So you've yeah. got a list over the course of a week. And then go to the Fetch website and say, is this channel available on Fetch? It bloody well might cool. be. Yeah. And so there's you a end few, up. Uh, there's a few crossovers. Like they've got E. And, and have that. What else have they got? Is it, they don't have A and E, do they? They've got no. They've got Discovery though. Discovery, and Nat Geo. Nat Geo. Yeah, yeah. They've got Discovery so, Turbo. So it's the same thing you'd watch on Foxtel, but it's yeah. on your Fetch box. That's right. Right. Heaps of news channels and yeah. it's twenty bucks. The, the the most you can pay for channels is twenty bucks. Yep. The, the main pack has everything is twenty bucks. It's twenty dollars. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, the Fetch um, Generation 4 Mighty is in most retailers now. Um, and if you're getting your Fetch through an internet provider, I actually don't know the situation, but what I would do is very specifically ask the question, if you're getting it for the first time, very specifically ask the question, am I getting a Gen 4 or a Gen 3? Gen 4. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.
And speaking of Wi-Fi 6, if you've got the new fetch box and you want the best uh, Wi-Fi you can get, then you make sure your network is Wi-Fi 6 connected as well, and that's how you can do that with all the Netgear products. Netgear Wi-Fi 6 products mean you get a better range, better speeds uh, for all your Wi-Fi 6-enabled devices. Plus, of course, it's backwards compatible, so all your old devices still work. There's no issues, but your new devices get the get the fast lane uh, throughout your home. A Netgear Wi-Fi 6 product will uh, give you the best result for your Wi-Fi. When you're investing big bucks in internet, you want to make sure your Wi-Fi covers every device across your home. And you can read about all the Netgear products at netgear.com.au. Stumbled across um, something this week, which, you know, when you find things, you go, how did I not know about that? And how long has this been there? Frustrates me sometimes when you see a product in the store <laughs> and you're like, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Um, I was on the Kogan Mobile website because I did a segment. That's why I'm thinking, why was I doing this? Did a segment on the Today Show about you know phone plans. And so I just all I do is I just go to the, all the websites, find some good deals, and you know, put them yep. on the on the TV. Yep. And I was on the Kogan website. A lot of said, preparation there, mate. It's a couple <laughs> of hours work. Come on. Uh, it said eSIM available. I went what? On eSIM? Kogan. Yes. Wow. Mate, I can't sell a secret, mate. Is that what you said to Kogan? He, well, I, I, text, I text Rosalind and said, how long has this been around? He goes, I think a couple of weeks. I went, thank God. Oh, it's thank, not six yeah. months, you know. Like, I haven't yeah, missed right. the boat completely. Yeah. Wrote it up immediately, signed up um, and tested it because I wanted to, you know, because it's an instant thing, right? Yeah, right. Now, it, I actually stuffed it up the first time because when I chose like a, you know, the large plan or something and then it automatically added a SIM card to my card and I deleted that. And what I didn't realize was I think it automatically added that because you need to have a SIM card, et cetera. But what you need to do if you're doing this is you actually need to put uh, an eSIM in your shopping cart as well. Ah. So you put an eSIM, which is 2 bucks, or the, the standard SIM card is 2 bucks yep. as well. It should be cheaper. Um, the eSIM, you put it in a shopping cart, and you buy the eSIM, and then it sends you an email with a QR code and everything in it. Yep. Instant. Like, took 10 minutes from clicking wow. the button to, to having, having my phone number. working. Yep. So you just got a random new number. Yeah, it's got a random new number is as, as my code. Is that your burner number? Accidentally signed up for a 12-month plan. So oh, really? <laughs> So that's what you're going to ring your so girlfriend's on. So that's there, yeah. So now oh, I've got there. Give me a look. Oh, now, so I've got got the, your, now I've got the Kogan. So you got your regular yep. Vodafone and you got Kogan. Yep. Wow. And it like literally Mate, 10 minutes it took. Your Kogan, you can use the line for your curveballs. That's it. <laughs> Bang it on. Um, but I'm switching. Amanda, so I switched Jackson uh, to Kogan recently yep. just because it's cheaper over the course that's of the year. That's the iPhone SE with the ECMA. That's right. And so naturally all the other iPhones yeah. from the, what is it, the 10 up? Pretty much the ECMA? last three years worth of Samsung's and Apple's definitely have eSIM. Yeah. To be clear, this is phone eSIM, not uh, not, uh, not smartwatch eSIM. Yep. It's just a couple people asked me that question. Okay. And in, in researching it, there's a couple of uh, Optus providers like GoMo that already had eSIM, but you know that's an Optus company. It's just a sub-brand. But I did discover the day after I wrote this that Woolworths also has eSIM. Yeah, right. Woolworths when is, is on the Telstra network. When's Boost going to have an eSIM? Well, this is the thing. Woolworths on and, the Telstra and network the and they've got eSIM. Yeah, already. So, Woolworths has an eSIM and, on Telstra. And Boost doesn't. What? Exactly. And what about Belong? They don't have one either, do Not they? Not that I know of. Belong is closer to Telstra Well, you can't than sell any. a secret, mate. I can't be looking at every website every day. I know, I know. Well, but it's such a great convenience. And so I don't think he'll hate me saying this, but, you know, Ruslan said to me, um, words along the lines of, and I'm just going to check what I, what I say, but words along the lines of, it's a game changer because, um, you know, they live in the world of, you know, people churn from carrier to carrier. Yeah. Like when I was doing the numbers on, you know, how to save money on your mobile phone, like, you know, you might get a, you know, $2 deal for, you know, int- introductory deal for your first month. Yep. If you sign up just for one month, you could literally change carriers every month for 12 months and probably to get, only to change the best deal. Exactly. Porting your number at the same exactly. time. Exactly. And so with so what, what would happen if that was Kogan that you wanted to port your number to that, though? Easy. Can it was part of the process. It? Yeah. That I just pa- chose not. But you to. just chose a rando number. Are you going to give me that other number or what? No, mate. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> he said to me, and I apologize if I'm quoting out of school, but he said, it should be a game changer for the churn market. Which is where they play. Yeah. You know, people move people around. People churning out of Telstra yeah. and Optus or Vodafone. They move from carrier to carrier yeah, right. and they're looking for a better yeah. deal. And if they, like, I, th- I thought about it as, you know, if you're someone that goes, right, I'm going to save money from now on and I'm going to go to Kogan or wherever, I'm going to order a SIM card, click. Those 12-month plans are brilliant. My parents are on them. Well, I'll give you the example. We made the commitment that Amanda and Jackson would switch. I ordered the SIM card. They arrived like five days later. Guess where Amanda's SIM card is? Pinned up on the notice board. Oh. Because... It was five days later. I was out of the zone. Yeah. So it's been there for like a month. Uh-huh. Whereas with an eSIM, it's there. you go, right, we're going to do this right now. Yeah. And you do it. Within half an hour, you're switched and done. Yeah, that would be – I switched my – my parents, as I said, were on – I got them on Koga Mobile, 12-month plans. They love yeah. it. I got my mother-in-law on it too. She was on a, some other little crappy plan that I'm thinking, you're getting no value out of this. Here, yeah. here's, here's better. Switched her. She had to wait for the SIM card to arrive. And this was months ago. And – 
the her old carrier took bloody two days to let her number go. Yeah. It was a pain. I'm thinking, what have I done here? Like she's thinking, what have you done to me? Yeah. But it wasn't my. It was the the her old carrier that was stuffing her around. Yeah. Uh, but that took a process. So it was an eSIM. She would have to wait the five days to get the bloody yeah. eSIM. So that's it's, exactly it's an it. Instant thing. Yeah. Honestly, I I think that once it's kind of prolific, and also the yeah. other one is once you can go because you know with a tablet doesn't happen on a phone. And it might happen in America, I think it does. Yeah. But on a on a tablet you can go add mobile plan yeah. and it comes up with a list of carriers. Can you do that on an iPad now, can't you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. On an yeah. iPad. Yeah. But on a on an iPhone it just says add mobile plan, you scan a QR code. Yeah. But imagine a time, which maybe isn't that far away, where you click that and it just says who do you want to be with? Boost, Kogan? Yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah, right. Like you could literally switch on the phone. Yeah, that'll be amazing. But I remember, I remember one time Peter Adderton had a really good example of how an eSIM would work, and he was saying that imagine a tourist has landed yes. in Australia, and before they even get, they've landed before they even get to the gate, they can already they can scan a QR code and sign up to a plan before they even get off the plane. Spot on. That's so for travellers, and yeah, that, that that just sort of highlights the convenience and the immediacy of getting. You put that a stuff you done. put a QR. You remember they hand out the UNICEF bloody thing. Yeah, yeah. just pay Qantas. You yeah. know, a dollar per per well, advertise in the magazine, but no, be actually physically hand out a, a QR code with a unique eSIM. Uh, yeah, right. And, yeah. You pa- and see, this cool. is the thing: mobile plans are all about tracking the user. It used to be, and it probably still is, that you'd go to a you know one tel store or something, and if you signed up, yeah. if you were with Optus, whoever it was, for five years, that store, that that retailer, that franchisee, clipped the ticket on your bill every single month for five yeah. years. Wow. So imagine you say to Qantas or Virgin, everyone that lands in this country, give them a SIM card. If activated, you'll get ten percent of their monthly plan. Yeah, like that's an incentive to hand out the bloody yeah. QR cards. Absolutely, yeah. It just makes it it makes it a lot easier, and faster, massive, instant gratification. So I think it's huge. I think it's going to be a slow burn, but it's going to be a big game yeah. changer for the industry. So really who? Good. So you were saying Kogan's got it? Woolworths, you said it's got Woolworths it. got it. Gomo. They've got it. Um, Who else Felix, uh, Vodafone's, you know, uh, uh, the, the second carrier. Right. Um, the green carrier. Yeah, green yeah, carrier, that's yeah, it. Yeah. But apart from that, really, just the big telcos. And oh, and wow. still undersold. Like, I think it's yeah. there's a big education that's right. required. You can, you can go to Vodafone, Telstra, or, or Optus yeah. and get an eSIM. I would. So if I, I, I decide argue. to throw the plastic out of my phone and just want my phone on an eSIM, yeah. can I do that? Um I don't know that it's that easy on Vodafone, but no. I noticed on the on the Woolworths website it is. You could be wow. in the app. You just open up the Woolworths app, yep. and you can just switch to an eSIM. Boom! Wow. Because I know when I had a Telstra eSIM, when we were both with Telstra, yep. I switched phones all the time. It was just you just download the app onto the new phone, and you go right, log in, and you just go eSIM. Boom! And it just oh, okay. activates. It just activates on a new phone. Yeah. Rather, rather than actually physically change. You don't need card. a QR code. You don't need to do anything. Oh, you right. just log it just into does an it. app. Yeah. Oh, wow. Just log into your My Telstra app and go. I'm on a wow. new phone now. Activate my SIM card. Geez, that's that just that's removed some boundaries and obviously Huge that, change that's for really, the industry. That's really big. Like when yeah. when do you reckon like SIM cards will just be won't exist anymore? Like that's it, it can't, are, like are we the next day after a rights deal? You reckon in a couple of years? You yeah, yeah. Like it makes no sense to have them. Yeah. Also, environmentally, it's a nice thing to say we don't have any more plastic. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus some metal in there and stuff. Like if True. we're going to be that environmentally friendly, we should. We, yeah, why right. are we using SIM cards? Yeah. And I'll there's see. nothing to stop them having two eSIM slots in a in a phone. Of course, and, and we you know, eSIMs have been around since phones have been mobile phones have been invented. So it's not like it's it's old technology, not yeah. new. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing really. Do you remember SIMs when back before smartphones? The SIM used to have your contacts on it. Remember they used yeah, to store you save your contacts. So on you there, don't yeah. need that anymore, do you? No. Like it's all in the cloud exactly. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do you remember the old Nokia phone used to have when you're scrolling through your contacts, it'd have a little picture next to it. It had a little mini SIM card next to it. Means it that's saved on the, the SIM. The yeah. best one is I remember people look at the SIM card um, you get now, like a credit card size thing. Yep. And you got people think there's three SIM cards in there. There's yeah. the there's the nano, Different the micro, the standard. Yeah. <laughs> what they don't realise is it's actually four. Like oh. I remember when a phone put the whole credit card in the back. What? Yes. Wow. And that was the SIM card. The wow. whole thing. I can remember when they were sort of the the larger, sort yep. of like two centimeters sort of long. I remember when then Apple it went down to the to the mini. Yep. Mini. And now we got Nano. iPhone. Yes. The first iPhone had a full size SIM card in it. Yes. Right. I think it was iPhone <laughs> three or four. Yes. yes. Was it iPhone four that had the micro? Yes. And everyone's thinking, oh, imagine everyone's blown up that oh, Apple trust Apple to change it. Yeah. Remember? And then everyone followed. So then they were the first to have the nano sim too, weren't they? So funny story. Are you um, googling the the nano sim and no, uh, but sim it, genuinely funny story for so twenty thirteen I wrote the article 
I reckon until 2019, the most read article on my site every day was the SIM card. Which SIM card does yeah, my, my iPhone need. use? <laughs> yeah, and I have I should update it actually because yeah. it's it's old now. But I did I updated it for the iPhone 10. So yeah. iPhone 4s was a micro SIM. 3GS was the larger one, the yeah, mini SIM. Yeah, I thought it was called so. a mini yeah, SIM. Thought so. so 3G, 3GS had the mini SIM. Micro was 4 and 4S. 5 was the Nano. Nano, wow. Yeah. Geez, that's a while ago. 5 was, that's 10 years ago. Fourth generation that's, iPad. That's that's that's, that's 10 micro. years ago. Yeah. Wow. For the Nano SIM, yeah. And what then the tablets followed too as well, remember? Yeah, the, so the, the, the iPad, original iPad had a micro SIM, and then iPad fourth generation was the last one right. with a micro SIM that, that I can see anyway. What first great. iPad Air. Had a nano sim. Great evergreen content, mate. There, mate. Well done. <laughs> well, it, it died out evergreen. the ass. It died out the ass when I changed to eftm.com. Ooh. Bit of bit of drama with the way we did the SEO, but anyway. So ah, goes life. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, good chat. Yeah. Uh, let's do this again next week now that we're why, back. Why not? I'm fired up. I feel like I'm ready now. I've I'm got back. nothing better to I'm do. I'm back mate. in the game. <laughs> That's good. See you next week. Bye bye. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.